we're not alone. This is a a continuous process for many mm. of us, particularly as females, uh, as female entrepreneurs wanting to build businesses, uh, mm -hmm. be of service, uh, shine through our gifts, and yet individually, each of us having different experiences, different stories, different dogmas that are haunting us, that we can be held in sisterhood, yet no, even though the work is our individual, because the story is our individual, and mm. you needing to go into those memories and to that, which I can relate to. However, I have my own story and likely the woman here listening to it will as well. But it's about that process of being held and, yeah. and not wanting to solve, not wanting to. This space here, you know, being held in a space like this is such a nourishing and safe one to fully drop into these compassionate realizations. That's for me really the, the magic of being held is that you find the space within you to create compassion for yourself because there's a difference, you know, it's, it's different when you sit with these triggers on your own. And then if you invite someone that you really trust in to share that space with you, there's an immediate sense of, I can drop a little bit deeper, like I have permission to do so. hear the word sisters, what is it that you see? We see an image of two sister girls giggling with one another as they entrust their deepest secrets to each other. Who they have a crush on. What bothered them at school. Why they are mad with their mom or dad. And what they feel insecure about. In true sisterhood, there is no judgment, no expectation. The only thing that exists is a committed, unquestioned support. Not of opinions, not of words. The support is directed towards the being. A sister doesn't doubt that her sister is worthy, magical, wonderful and powerful. She knows that she is all that and so much more. A sister shows up and in doing so invites her sister to do the same. Welcome to the Helden Sisterhood Podcast, where we nurture, explore, navigate just that holding ourselves and each other in the trust and integrity of sisterhood, in conversation while giving space to our and our sisters' experiences and celebrating the shift in ourselves and in you. Hi, I'm Marlene. And I'm Anna. And we are the co-hosts of this spontaneous yet intentional dialogue and healing journey of the medicine of sisterhood within all of us so that we realize how amazing I you and we all joining in to this conversation the other week we spoke about what it means to be held in sisterhood in and within business we spoke about insecurities that come along with that how they've showed up both in 
Marlene's uh, uh, experiences in business as well as my own, and even dove into the first time Marlene and I met and how that showed up for both of us. Today's episode, we want to kind of continue that conversation and hold space for what is present in that topic right here, right now for Marlene, potentially coming up for me as well as I um, tap into, um, into my heart as I begin this. And so really, what is it like to hold space and process these insecurities in sisterhood? Thank you so much for that lovely introduction, Anna. And hello to everyone who's listening today. We kind of started the idea for today's episode with me reaching out to Anna saying, hey, Anna, I have the feeling that there's something processing for me and I would love to share this. And I love that she asked me then, okay, I don't know what exactly your words were, but I think it was something around the line. Okay, what is it that you need? And I could really tap into, yeah, I do. I, I feel that I really need to be held in a space where I won't be judged and where I can simply speak because somehow this part of me really wants to be seen. And yeah, that's my intention coming into this episode today. And it's, it's just beautiful to even start a conversation like this, voicing out what is it that I need now and what would I, what would support me really? So I just wanted to give that as an introduction because that was kind of like in our uh, conversation beforehand. And it is important to me that that is also mm. seen and heard by the people that are listening today. Mm. Thanks, Marlene, for sharing that. And I think you've, you, you've already began to show that process in which such a conversation takes place. And in addition to Marlene sharing what her needs were, I had taken a moment to check in with myself, whether I had my glass full and was capable of holding that for her, right? And reflecting that back and saying, yeah, I'm here. I'm ready to hold. Let's dive into this. With that being said, Marlene, why don't you, I invite you to, to share what's alive, what's present, How can we be in this together? Thank you. So what is alive and present? I'm just noticing that in the past few weeks, really, that there has been like a heightened awareness for certain triggers around business. And especially around this part where I either reach out to people or I invite people to something And then somehow I, or, or I don't invite people and I just get stuck in it, but there's always like somehow like either I don't even get into this reaching out and I am stuck in the fear or I reach out and in one way or another, my mind keeps on interpreting answers as no. And they are not really a no, like at least not, there are not a no in this form of I'm rejecting you, no but my mind is really like understanding it like that. And to a certain degree, there is still a body imprint of that too. It's like, I notice how I immediately just want to run away. And there's just, 
like there's so much insecurity to the extent that I, I have been designing a workshop that I want to offer to the public and I have nearly everything done, you know, I have, and I could start talking about it, but I'm, I'm not doing it and I'm scared to do it. And I just noticed that there's, that it's, it's like, it's in a way there's also frustration with that because I know this and I know that it's all good and I know that I will be fine. But the frustration that is here is, is in a way this like, I have that insecurity so deeply ingrained into my body and it, it nearly feels like there's this, this wall and the water is like hitting against it again and again. And it can't like, and it creates this tension and pressure and that's where I am right now. And it's just waiting for the moment where that wall is being removed. And I like, I have this feeling of, oh, finally, like it's flowing. And it like, it feels this like, oh, I'm on the other side of this. Like there are specific, just to also to illustrate that a little bit more, like to give examples of the things that I have had, that I have heard. Like for an instance, it started really with, one of my projects, I think I shared briefly about that in the last episode as well. One of my projects where we did a pilot um, with five people and two of the five people actually decided after the pilot that they wanted to keep on going because now we're properly launching it. And it's so funny for me to witness that, but what came to me, what I saw were the three people that said no and that didn't and that gave amazing feedback it was really beautiful feedback, but they didn't, they didn't want to continue um, out of their own reasons. And it doesn't, the reason doesn't really matter. What, what was for me was more this like, oh no, like they, they're not doing it. And I was so focused on the three versus the two people that did sign up. Um, and all of these insecurities of my, oh my God, this is not a good enough offer. Or should we even be doing this? Um, should we keep on doing this? And it's just kind of like again and again and again where I find these micro examples for my mind. Um, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's easy. Like, okay, I reach out to someone, they don't respond. Or like for my friend also, I wanted to support her in her certification process. So I reached out to a couple of people uh, who might be interested in coaching to kind of link her up with that and the people that I've sent it to, either they said no or they haven't even answered. And that's at the moment, like that's what I'm focused on. Like I, I see the no and then I just want to, um, and that's what happens with the workshop now that I'm not promoting. I, I'm just like, oh, people are going to say no anyway mm. to it. And that's, uh, yeah, it's an insecurity that I have at the moment and that I don't know what I, what, what, what action um, to take in a way it's like who do who can I who can I reach out this is like it's also part of that like I now start creating this I don't have anybody anymore to reach out to I cannot share my things anymore because everybody's always saying no so it feels mm -hmm. like the list of people that I can reach out to gets shorter and shorter <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah and I also don't want to bombard people like I don't want people to feel bombarded or that I want to it's just that energy that I'm noticing. If that's present, it's going to be really hard for me to invite people at all. 
Mm. Wow, that was good. Uh, yeah one aspect of it is simply saying it out loud right Mm, totally thank you for sharing that do you feel complete is it okay if i mirror back to you Mm -hmm. yeah it's okay and maybe with a mirroring more comes up (laughs) let's see i'm also a very visual person so as i heard you speak about all of these no's i felt the building of that wall Mm -hmm. i saw it being built with each one of them and what struck me when you talked about it was that that wall needs to disappear for that wave to go through and interestingly my mind countered and was like Rocks are in the water. They don't move. The water still finds a way to move past it. Mm. Whether it's around, whether it's above. Like seeing that rock or that, that rock that's made out of nose. What can counter it? Not completely disappear it. Because we, we, you, I... And have insecurities and we'll have insecurities and we'll continue to build uh, bigger and bigger walls of, of, of no's. But I wonder how you can find the yeses, you know, counter those no's with yeses so that that water starts to find mm. just a different route. Like, okay. And that inner knowing that we know these things. Uh, that they're holding back I, you know it's just so much also comes through to me as the awareness that you have and when when you talk about your insecurities mm. and so the awareness that needs to be built on the things that are yeses that are mm. your strengths that are your gifts that are your worthiness Mm. yeah it's it's fascinating how i'm really struggling to see the yeses like it's not that i don't i don't think that i don't see them but definitely the no's still overweigh and it's like they show me that it's not working Mm Versus I could look at, okay, yeah, two people out of five did sign up and one new person joined in as well. And also like in my, in the coaching practice that I have, I do have clients, but I still see the, the nose more. I wonder. I wonder in a way, because there, like with every break, with every experience that I had, with every brick of that wall, I really had that shrinking sensation. And because like right now I'm at this place, yes, I, I, underst- I mentally understand, focus more on the yes. 
but it's like I'm my being is not even there yet because there is still so much pain around the no mm -hmm. that it's like right now if I would just start focusing on the yes it would nearly like um, not looking at the pain but kind of like um, going beyond it so I, I really have the feeling that I can Isn't that funny? You know, I can only fully enjoy the yes if I really have a look at the sensation of the no. Mm -hmm. Because if I do not look at that, if I do not look at this, what is that theme about? Like, And it's so funny because I never could, until now, relate to this topic of rejection, you know, the fear of rejection. I was like, mm -hmm. I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> And this week I'm realizing, oh. I have that. <laughs> It's actually quite strongly there. Um, yeah, so, and I, there, there is, and I think this is also why right now it's like I can't, I can't take action or the action that I'm taking, it does feel a bit like heavy mm -hmm. because that pain or that shrinking is still there. which takes away the that power of that wave right let's yeah. say yeah, right exactly. so it does make it yeah harder for it to even go um go on the sides or above i wonder what came up for me as i heard you speak was also it's we're so much this process feels like a lot in the mind right but yet you did connect it to the body Right. And yeah. I wonder if there's a way to feel into that no, into those no's. Where are they in your body? Mm. And move into, move into also where are those yeses into the body? And almost like having, feeling into the no's, feeling how big they are and where they are, to then countering and expanding the yeses within your body wherever they are. Mm. Um, and doing so you know through movement or through breathing <laughs> it's so it's hilarious to just watch my mind even it's like um it's like I really hear like when you were sharing the first part about like feel the no I was like yeah exactly that's that's really what I need to focus on and then just feel the yes and I'm like no like I'm not there yet I want to be heard I want to be seen I want to so I really have the feeling that there is this like um just that ache that that mm. pain that really wants to be seen mm. and heard um uh Marlene, it's incredible. Sorry, I know I'm the depths of, in the depths of uh, astrology. Yeah. <laughs> And we have had Venus in retrograde for since mid-December and now going direct. Mm. And Venus is referred to um, the myth of the goddess of Inanna, um, which has a twin sister that pulls her underground her um her sister is the is the queen of the underworld and 
to make the long story short, she pulls her down. And one of the ways to finally free both of the sisters is for Inanna's sister's pain to be heard and acknowledged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> as, she, as she screams, she moans, oh, oh, my inside. Those who have come to to save, you can say, Nana, respond saying, oh, oh, you're inside. And she moans, oh, oh, my outside. And they moan back to her, oh, oh, you're outside. Simply embracing and hearing her inner, outer pain. Being of witness. Mm. That's like delivering almost her pain. Echoing yeah. it. Yeah. No, totally. <laughs> yeah, that's how it feels like. And mm-hmm. it feels like it's like uh, Inanna can't even look at the wood scored before she hasn't. Like she, they, they, no matter how hard she tries to go up and to see the light, she won't see it before she really looks down. Yeah, at her, her sister. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's totally how it feels like. Would you be open for me to dive a little bit into that here now let's do it yeah <laughs> okay, okay um okay so like what comes up It's like whenever I have, in the past few days, I have received that no, I've had this sadness in a way coming up, but I didn't really um, dive into it. It's also interesting to see that. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that sadness, is it's, it's like, Oh, she doesn't want me. She doesn't, she doesn't like what I do or what I do doesn't, what I do doesn't appeal to her. And so it's like immediately I made that mean something about me. She doesn't, it's not that she doesn't like me, but she doesn't see the value of what I'm offering and what that could bring into her life. Mm. And somehow I get the sense, you know, it's the sense of that there's such a I can feel a lot of activation like in the heart and in the gut. It's like nervousness and pain at the same time. And there's this um, it's like nearly I see like a child that is hurt and she's stamping with her foot on the ground in a way and just saying why like see me I like see me why why am I not why am I not enough 
Why is it always what's a lot of victim? Why is it always me who isn't liked? Why why do they why do they not want me? Why does it have to be so hard for me? No matter what I do, it's still not enough. And if I don't do anything, I also stay outside. And it's also this, I, I just don't know what else to do anymore. I don't know what to. I just don't know. What else does she feel besides sadness? It's like a sense of despair. It's like this, I, it's, wherever she looks, there's no, there's no way out of this. And there's fear in that. What would a way out look like? Out of her perspective, mm. um, it's like there's someone, <laughs> it's nearly like someone grabs her and takes her out of there. <laughs> <laughs> like she's really waiting for, for that person that is really like taking her and just making everything go away and take that sensation off of her too. that happens what does she feel like a sense of relief and um also being quite amazed by her surroundings because <laughs> I really took her out <laughs> like no I'm not going to leave you there I'm not going to place you into anywhere you knew back then I'll just put you into Costa Rica <laughs> like what <laughs> so she's on the beach in Costa Rica now and she's like what <laughs> and she's relieved besides being Costa Rica are there individuals that are around her are there beings 
Mm. Yeah, they are, but they're new. They're not the same beings as before. Actually doesn't know them. How does that make her feel? It's like she can start anew. She doesn't have that predefinition. She can just, in a way, try again to just be herself. What's the connection between her and these beings? Mm, that's a good question. Because she doesn't fully... Um, like they feel distant and they don't feel like um, close people they're just there and she does still have a little bit of that ooh it's new people I don't um, fully feel safe to open up And to be me. What would being her feel like? Look like? Like if the people were not there, I think she'd just be like super, she'd just start playing this is so hilarious. She just started playing, you know, and like at the beach and just running around and, and running into the water, running out of the water and just being amazed and just have this huge smile on her face and just really allow herself to, um, to have that bubbly, um, childish joy. But she doesn't dare to do that when she's with people. Even if it's new people. Could those arms that had taken her from the previous space to Costa Rica help in any way mm.
Yeah, it's interesting. Like there are ideas. It's like these hands, they could just um, grab her, like take her by the hand and just go with her into the group and then just like start talking to them because like right now they look all the the summer was kind of like a dark sense to them but if i have that hand that helping hand there and like introducing me to what's going on or to the people then they become a little less dark And I think really just hearing that I am I am welcome in all of my forms and shapes and colors, and I am welcome in my bubbly and shiny and joyful, childish way too. Is it a two-way welcome? Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. Because it's like, in a way, as you know, when... But like it feels in a way like when we are allowing ourselves to be who we are and to just allow ourselves also to be joyful and cheerful and playful, it's nearly like dark people become light. And so that that's kind of like what she's seeing now is like, yeah, I mean, of course, I want that. It's like I, I would love for people to feel welcome in that because then everybody just becomes more friendly and everybody just realizes, hey, we're all really cool. And there's no, no danger or no judgment. so funny because I wasn't aware of how how strongly she felt unwelcomed in her in the in the brightness of who she is it's like somehow she must have learned at some point that it's not okay to to be that bubbly and joyful and to be that confident. Mm. 
that makes me sad now, not the child. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that is sad. And simultaneously, there are those hands, which are your hands, which is your being that's capable of caring and nurturing for her. Mm. Where is this all sitting in your body? Right now it's it's in the it's in the chest and it's in the mouth. It's like it's 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 really hitting me right now that I'm because I there was a after after that age that I'm seeing now, there was a period in my life where I was really grumpy. And I thought that that was the only thing that I was allowed to be in a way. Yeah, so there's a lot of chest and mouth movement, just realizing. And also the, I can feel my eyebrows. <laughs> They're a little bit unrelaxed right now. Um, Yeah, it's really that realization that I learned not to shine. I learned that shining is, sounds so cliche, (laughs) but I learned that shining isn't safe. Mm -hmm. Shining, other people will judge me and won't want me. It's those other people that become our own shadows and our own darkness, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny because then I became, I, th- I think then I developed this like grumpier being, this grumpier side of me. And it kind of like was perpetuating even this entire, mm. um, people don't like me, I don't like myself in the grumpiness. Hmm. so funny a part of me is like okay we can move on now can't we and like wants to get out of it and then I'm like no no not yet can you stay in that relation with the dark beings and yourself and that hand that is holding you, that's introducing you one by one, that's inviting an, an acquaintance, maybe even a relation, mm. maybe a transmission of light between her and, and them. 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I can. There's like another little fella there. There's like, I'll take you. <laughs> Grabbing her by the head. And it's like, let's run. <laughs> and they're running. How is your heart? Um, it's like in a strange way surprised. Um, like I wasn't expecting that. And it felt like there was a, I even noticed it before, you know, when I saw that uh, fella coming up, I was like smiling and, you know, there's starting like, it was just like really, let's just, I don't know, really mischievous, adventurous being and taking her by the hand and just running around. So I could notice how I was smiling and how my entire being was just like lighting up um, and feeling like goosebumps and stuff. Um, so that feels really good. And on the other hand, there is still a little bit of that. But that's actually okay. It's not a bad thing of that. Like, yeah, I'll just go gentle. You know, like, mm -hmm. not like I will run with him, but I'm not like fully, fully opening up just yet. Mm -hmm. I, I feel this this sense of of knowing within the trust towards those hands to always also come back and be the mediator yeah yeah it's like the, it's nearly like uh, the hands and the body who belong who the hands belong to they're just sitting in the circle, it, it really feels like a circle of adults and the kids are mm -hmm. playing, you know, and mm -hmm. the, the hands, they're still there and they're not mm -hmm. like walking away and like one eye is always on the kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was actually a nice reminder. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. What do you need to be able to complete this at this point in time? Mm. Um, I think I need to open my eyes. <laughs> I forget one. <laughs> um, Fakes, yes. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Um, I think I, 
it's like I kind of want to, there are some reflections that I still want to like hold for myself and just like writing them down. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I do want to do that today. And besides that, I think that's actually, that's actually it. Because like my mind is already, okay, what are the tangible action steps that I can do from here on? And I'm like, no, I'm not there yet. <laughs> no, <laughs> let, me, let me process this. And then I can, if it feels aligned, I'll do, um, I'll do whatever I feel is aligned to do mm. then. Letting the body also to process for the, yeah. before the mind kicks in. Right? Yeah, yeah. Thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you so much for holding the space. I really like that was what I needed. And also this just like awareness. You know, I felt it in the past few days that there is something around me just sharing with confidence. What am I doing? And like being sharing from that place versus at the moment, I still share from this place. Please like me. Please say yes to me and I'll it's it's yeah it doesn't come from this I like myself already and I'm shining and I'm really so in awe with what I do which I am you know and I just don't show that 100% yet to the outer world I think so that was that was a, a beautiful aha and also the realization that was a moment of compassion I feel when I realized oh my god it's like how come that someone so bubbly and shiny like when she was in Costa Rica running and playing all by herself like how come like what happened mm-hmm. that she felt that she could be that and that that wasn't okay mm-hmm. it's like for me I was watching her and I was like oh this looks fun <laughs> I want to do that yeah yeah. I think what's incredible what you showed us through this process is that we're not alone. This is a a continuous process for many mm. of us, particularly as females, uh, as female entrepreneurs wanting to build businesses, uh, mm-hmm. be of service, uh, shine through our gifts, and yet individually each of us having different experiences, different stories, different dogmas that are haunting us that we can be held in sisterhood yet no, even though the work is our individual, right? Because the story is our individual and Mm. you needing to go into those memories and to that, which I can relate to. However, I have my own story and likely the woman here listening to it will as well. But it's about that process of being held and yeah. and not wanting to solve, not wanting to push in Fix. one or the other direction. Fix, yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally hear you. I saw you like, and I could feel it, you know, what that part needed is for me to see it. And I also realized I didn't, I tried the last few weeks and I did to a certain degree, you know, hold space for her. Mm-hmm. but I, I really noticed, no, I need, I need someone else to be there with me. 
and to create because there's a difference you know it's it's different when you um sit with these triggers on your own and then if you invite someone that you really trust in to share that space with you there's an immediate sense of i can drop a little bit deeper like i have permission to do so yeah and and it's true you know it's like because ultimately like what i'm realizing out of that i mean every single part of that visualization that popped up in my mind that was me the hands the child the other child the darkness every every single being in there that was me that was a part of me and so yeah it's it's true it's all like i can totally um own you know all of these parts and i can own my experience and i can transform anything that i want to transform and this space here you know being held in a space like this is such a nourishing and safe one to fully drop into these compassionate realizations mm. that's that's for me really the the magic of being held is that you find that you that you find the space within you to create compassion for yourself because that is really what i felt the entire time from your end exuding you know that this this like 100% compassion being here no judgment and and really just wanting you know it's this like loving from the heart that's really what i felt in that and that's why i so appreciate it because through the love that we receive from someone like a sister we can open up to feeling that ourselves and we can open up to that compassion within ourselves that's really yeah i i mean that's the reason why we're doing this podcast i think <laughs> yeah absolutely i i I also want to say that while you were talking this light just went on like the sunshine came through at some point and you just became so bright and <laughs> it was incredible how how that reflected what you were what mm-hmm. you were saying and in and in the final bit of what you said is that that holding of all of yourself huh? all of those dark light aspects is continuously mirroring being able to be seen and held in sisterhood and vice versa right if if there's permission as you said to go deeper with a sister then also it allows for those other areas of you that maybe individually would be harder yeah. to get to would be yeah. very quickly to judge and dismiss and um 100% And I think this is why it's so important to enter a conversation like that with like a just love what you said at the very beginning, you know, with this, like, do I have space? You know, when someone asks me, do I really have the space and yes. not coming from the people pleaser of like, yeah, 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 I'm here, mm-hmm. but really asking, do I have that space right now? And then, then sharing from there, I think that's so valuable 
and like it's yeah it's it's really precious to have that assessment um in an honest way and it's beautiful both ways thank you so much i'm really grateful for this really really grateful i am grateful i feel we are grateful (laughs) (laughs) and as you go into that reflection mode and and giving yourself that space and time um know that this space is here as well um Mm. to hold that if there's anything that comes through that you feel would be a further reflection value addition to what we um what we saw and what we witnessed here today then please please do share yeah thank you so much i will and i'll keep you guys posted too Our concluding ritual. Oh, right. Right. So given the the format of of today's episode and you really um, listening to Marlene and I going deep and and diving into what it really means to be held in sisterhood, it feels right for the two of us. And we invite you to join us to take a moment to stand up, to take a pause, Um, wherever, however you're listening to us, um, maybe don't do this while driving, but pull over to the side. Um, and if you're not capable of doing this right away, then the moment that you can do it, because we do take in what we are listening to. We do nevertheless connect with somebody else's stories. So it is important that we acknowledge that this has somewhat entered into us and we need to release it. And so ways of doing that is shaking it out. So we invite you to stand up. I'm going to do this simultaneously on our side. And initially grounding your feet on the ground. If you have shoes, I invite you to take them off, slippers, so that you really truly feel the ground under your feet. Uh, can you feel from your toes all the way through your whole foot and start to move from your feet to your knees, to your hips, to your spine, to your shoulders, elbows, hands and not to forget the head Um, and allow yourself to to shake see which part of your body is at its dominance if you have a hard time shaking then focus on one aspect of your body or one part of your body and allow the shaking to move from there when I can't shake, I tend to go to my hand and allow for my hand, my right hand to be the dominant um, beginning of my shake. And breathe in, breathe out with every breath in, 
you're creating space within the body and every breath out, you're releasing whatever doesn't need to stay here, which isn't yours, which doesn't serve you. Breathe in, breathe out, trusting that your body will know what it is that it needs to keep and what it needs to release, making the difference between what is wisdom of the sisterhood and sharing and being held versus what is creating stories and projections from the other. Keep shaking, keep shaking. Maybe release your jaw if you feel comfortable. Let your tongue out, let it hang. Make funky noises. And if your body feels like continuing, then definitely do so. Hit pause here. If you feel your body slowly coming to a calmer shake, to a standstill, take a deep breath and a deep exhale and come back to your stillness, to your body. Again, feeling the ground under your feet. Full gratitude for your body taking all of that in and releasing. Thank you for being here with us today and being held in sisterhood with uh, our insecurities around business, uh, around being witnessed, around being ourselves. Uh, may this serve you in whatever way it is meant to. Held in Sisterhood is held and supported by women like you across the world who have shaped us, informed us, witnessed us, and loved us. Our theme music is a song composed and provided by Isla Schaffer that speaks to unlocking the power of sisterhood. And our beautiful artwork and podcast cover is created by Martha Schaffer. Held in Sisterhood is a self-sustained project created by Marlene Zinta and Anna Kopacz who are dedicated to supporting, advocating, and witnessing the transformative power of sisterhood in female relations, family, community, and workplaces. If you liked the episode, like or write a review on your preferred podcast platform. Or if you know of a sister or brother who'd benefit from this episode or others, please share it with them. It would mean the world to us to spread the love and healing that comes with embodying being held in sisterhood. Stay connected with us. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Comment and share your takeaways with us by using our hashtag HeldInSisterhood or tagging our individual Instagram profiles. Thank you for holding space for us and being in the space with us. Until next time, sister and brother. <laughs>